0: Welcome into the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com. Saturday, June 10th, Belmont Stakes Day up in New York. Third leg of the Triple Crown. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. We're going to handicap the late pick four. Give you a pick four ticket like we typically do. And then uh, there's a couple of other grade ones that we'll uh, take a look at as well. But Jim, let's jump in with race nine that starts the late pick four. It also starts a late pick five at uh, Belmont. Uh, one non stakes race, but it's an all stakes pick four, uh, all grade one pick four and the Jiper leads it off three-year-olds and up six furlongs on the turf. And you've got uh, Caravelle who was so impressive winning here at Keeneland, followed it up with a win at Churchill. They were thinking about taking her to Royal Ascot, but they, uh, send her up to run in the Jiper instead, uh, Caravelle, is that the one to beat or do you like somebody else?
1: I think she is the one to beat, and I think uh, she's proven running against the boys, so I don't think that's a problem. I think the fact that they chose this spot rather than going overseas is, is a plus. I think in the Shaker Town and, again, in the unbridled Sydney, I mean, I, she was just, she took the lead and, and just drew off. And she was so impressive in the Breeders' Cup uh, turf sprint last year uh, with a 107 buyer, so she is by far the one to beat here. I think there are a couple of horses in here that, that, have a chance to beat her. Uh, I don't think it's a slam dunk. Um but I, I hate to take the outside horses here. I started to go with the recipe red. Impressed with the last time he ran at Churchill. Go bears go beat him and no balls beat him in, in turf sprint on uh Derby Day. So I'm not gonna use him. If he goes back comes back to his last year's form he almost won this race. I only got beat a half length to Casa Creed and Casa Creed is the one that I'm gonna take uh along with Caravelle as the two best t- chances to win this race um casa creed has won it twice in a row and tries to become i think the first to win it three times in a row i'm not 100 percent certain on that but i i know if there there may be one other but i think that would be a, a tremendous uh, accomplishment at age seven they took casa creed uh to saudi arabia for the turf sprint and finished second there in a million and a half dollar race and nothing to uh be ashamed about there, and that was in February. They're give him plenty of time to recover from that, so I don't think that's going to be an issue. He's run off a long layoff before, and as a matter of fact, last year he was on a three month layoff when he won the jiper. So Costa Green's got a big shot in here with Louis Saez. And then the third horse I'm going to use is a horse that I watched win at Keeneland, and I still watch, watching it back. I can't believe he won the race. I have got to use Front Run the Fed in this race. If you go back and watch the race, and it was Keeneland's. It was going to allow its race on the 22nd of April, uh, Keeneland's 10th race. And a, and a guy in the green room hit it for a $110,000 pick five and had had the horse singled. And the horse was dead last and came weaving through the uh, through the through all the horses, past every horse there. And Guterres had a great ride. He rides him back today. He's 30 to 1 in the morning line. I would be willing to bet that he's going to get the money because he comes from way out of it. I think there's going to be some speed up front to set him up drawn perfectly on the outside and I just think front run the Fed's got a shot in here, got a minor shot to, to pull it off. He's run well in the in, uh, grade one company before. He was three links behind Casa Creed in the four star Dave last year at Saratoga. So front run the Fed is my surprise, but Caravelle and Casa Creed are gonna be probably
0: use active box. Yeah, hey, I thought I was gonna sneak that one by you. I've got him <laughs> uh him on my ticket as well when we get to the pick four for all the reasons you mentioned. And he loves Belmont Park. He's two two and one in five starts at Belmont Park, so that's even more that adds to the appeal. And That was a good field, that race in April has produced some horses that have come back and run well, so I've got him on the ticket. I ended up taking, and I didn't have a strong opinion in here, I took Go Bears Go on top. I I liked this horse on Derby Day and uh, ran okay, but now that was off a layoff, now making the second start off the layoff for Wesley Ward. And in re watching the race from uh Churchill, this horse looked like he had a shot to, to get at least second and then didn't. And uh, but for whatever reason, he kind of re broke on the gallop out and ended up right up with the winner. I think he was a six furlong specialist in Europe, so I think the added ground may help him. And he had a really sharp workout at Keeneland on June the 2nd, so I I think this horse could get a little overlooked, and uh, it might be that the six furlongs could be his uh, best trip, uh, better than the the five or the five and a half. Uh, Big Invasion is a horse that had trouble in that race at Churchill. Um, He has a win at Belmont. Uh, It was at uh, seven furlongs, so certainly the added uh, ground is a a help for him versus uh, something shorter, the typical turf sprint distance. Caraville, I think it might be a little bit of a question mark at six furlongs. Got an outside draw. I think she's vulnerable in this spot. I'm going to use her on my ticket. Got to use Casa Creed. Uh, and I'm the other one I'm going to use besides the big price on front run of the Fed is Dr. Zempf. That horse comes out of the Maker's Mark Mile, and that race was, for a small field, just loaded. Uh, Modern Games has come back and won. Uh, up to the mark, came back and won impressively. Shea uh, Pierre's uh, in at Belmont this weekend. In fact, uh, probably we'll have won by the time this race runs that we're talking about. So uh, just off that, uh, this has got to be a softer bunch than he uh, faced in that Makers at Keeneland, even though it's a very good group. So I'm going to throw Dr. Zemp in there as well. And you get uh, Pratt riding, who did not ride. his first time he's been on this horse, and he excels on the turf. You and I are both big fans of Flavian and Pratt. So I'm going to go six deep when we get to the pick four with Go Bears Go, just a tepid win pick. The grade one Met Mile is the next leg of the pick four. Three-year-olds and up at that flat mile distance. Cody's Wish is an understandable favorite in here. One-turn mile, probably his best trip. Won at seven furlongs last time. Seven furlongs, one to a, to a mile around one turn, I think, is right in his wheelhouse. Uh, the rail is not the ideal spot to be. Doesn't have a lot of early speed, so you might have to work out a little trip through the traffic. Might be a better a group that he's faced, and um, I, I think for those reasons he could be vulnerable. So I, but it, when in looking for somebody to beat him, I didn't naturally have a a real solid choice. I ended up on Charge It, actually, the five horse who ran his lifetime best, the only time he ran at Belmont. And if you look at his record in uh, one turn miles, uh, it is outstanding. Uh, so that's maybe his best trip, and he's cutting back from a mile and an eighth. So maybe the affinity for Belmont Park, uh, getting his best trip at the one-turn mile. Uh, I'm going to take Charge It, just a slight nod. Uh, Zandon, I'm going to use on my ticket. I think this horse is ultimately going to be best at something like seven furlongs to a one-mile, uh, one-turn sprint. Uh, I think he's a horse that may not even. His, you know, he ran well last year, won the Bluegrass, but I'm not sure that uh, you know beyond a mile in the sixteenth. If maybe he, that starts to diminish his uh, ability a little bit. So uh, on that angle, I'm going to use Zandon. Uh, Repo Rocks ba- beat him last time, but that, w- that, I think, was a prep for this for Zandon. So I think he could maybe turn the tables. And he have got to use Cody's Wish, obviously. So I'm going to go four deep in the Met Mile with Charge It on top. How about you? Well,
1: I'm going to use Cody's Wish. <clears throat> I agree with you that the, the rail draw does not help him I don't think it harms him as much. Uh, and this horse comes from way out of it. And at uh, Churchill and the Churchill Downs on Derby Day, he just blew him away down the stretch. Um, uh, he caught a good pace 22 and 3 and 45. Uh, I think he's going to get that again here. Dr. Schivel's got a lot of speed. He ran a 44 and 3 last time at Santa Anita. So I think it does set up well for Cody's wish if he does work out a trip. But anytime you're talking about a horse that comes from out of the clouds, you've got to worry about the trip. And I think uh, because of that, I'm not going to single Cody's Wish. I'm going to use two other horses. One of the horses that you mentioned but you didn't pick was Repo Rocks. And they interviewed Jamie Ness on, the, uh, on one of the works programs this week on TVG or FanDuel. And he, he just loves this horse. And since he's taken it over, uh, he's a different horse. And what, you know, say what you want to about Jamie Ness, he, he does turn horses around. And he certainly turned this around. And at 109 buyer last time in the Westchester, he beat Zandon by five and a quarter lengths. And you're right, that that was probably a prep for Zandon for this spot. Uh, but Repo Rocks, uh finished second in the Carter, a grade one, two back. And he's just gotten better. He's, he's better now than he's ever been at five years old. So I think he's got a big shot in here. So I'm going to take him over Zandon. I, I'm not going to use Zandon in here, although I think he's a quality horse who is going to get better. Uh, and then I'm going to use Slow Down Andy, the two horse that you didn't mention, for Doug O'Neill. And I think this the race, he's been off since November, but the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile, where he only lost about one and three quarters to Cody's Wish, and Cody's Wish came down the stretch like a like a freight train that day as well. This horse has better positional speed. Uh, he can run well off a layoff. Doug O'Neill doesn't ship him over for, for fun from California, and I think this horse has a big shot in here, too at least run, I'm going to do an exact box with Cody's wish to slow down Andy, hoping that maybe slow down Andy does get on top for the price. But uh, I think he's got a big shot in here. He ran behind Cody's wish and cyber knife last time out, getting much better now as he turned four. Uh, he's, I think he's going to be much better at four than he was at three. So I think, um, I think we got a shot at, at a price here. Uh, you got to pull for Cody's wish just from a sentimental standpoint. And he's a beautiful horse to watch down the stretch, but, uh, I think he may be vulnerable, as, as you said.
0: Grade One Manhattan is the third leg of the Pick Four, a mile and a quarter on the turf. Uh, up to the marks, the big favorite in here. Can you beat him?
1: Yeah, I think you can. Uh, I, I was between two horses here, and Up to the Mark is going to be the big favorite, deservedly so. But I got a lot of respect for Charlie Appleby, and Charlie Appleby has two in here, as a matter of fact. And I'm going to use both of his uh, along with Up to the Mark. And I think Ottoman Fleet is would be my win pick off that Fort Marston win. I went back and watched it and he was just he came up the rail. He got a he got a nice trip, but he came and finished full run. Um at a mile and an eighth, I don't think a mile and a quarter would be a problem for him. He's um this is only his second time in North America, so he probably will improve off that one oh two buyer or yeah, one oh two. Um he, he's gonna take a lot of it's gonna take a lot of running to beat up to the mark because you know, that turf classic at Churchill, uh, up to the mark, was probably the best bet of the day. And he came through for Irad, and Irad rides Rising back. But not much else to say except he's going to be the favorite in here. But I think Ottoman Fleet with uh, William Buick, great rider, um, great uh, great connections with Charlie Appleby. And Warren Point, uh, disappointed the man of war. People might forget he went off as a 3-5 favorite there and had the lead at the top of the stretch but gave it up had a terrible break. He gave him about three lengths at the start and I just believe he ran out of gas at the end and Red Knight ran him down along with Soldier I don't think that'll happen again. I would not be shocked if Charlie Appleby runs 1-2 here and beats up to the mark but I'm going to use those three.
0: Same three I'm going to use. Um, all the four-year-olds I think up to the mark was ultra impressive uh, in winning at uh, Churchill but hasn't been this distance so maybe could be a little vulnerable there and then the two Applebees are both four-year-olds. I think uh, one of the, the younger horses is, is going to win this. Warren Point might sneak up a little bit in, in price versus those other two. And uh, this is uh, a horse that I think getting uh, Mullen back, Mullen... Uh, rode this horse very well one time he, he was aboard him overseas. So I think that could help this horse. So three, four, and eight. I'm going to use all three of those and, and try to get through it for the pick four. If I had to make a win pick, I, I think I probably would go to up to the mark. The grade one Belmont Stakes at a mile and a half for three-year-olds wraps up this uh, late all-stakes grade one pick four. And you've got a couple of Keeneland Sales grads that are the top two choices for the Todd Pletcher Barn, Forte, and Tappet Trice. Who do you like in the Belmont?
1: So well, I've been on Forte the, the entire year and a half, that We've the last year and a half we've been doing this, but um, I have some real questions about whether even Todd Fletcher can get a horse ready to go a mile and a half off what is effectively a three-month layoff, um, two-and-a-half-month layoff. And it's unfortunate for Forte's connections that he was forced to scratch out of the derby, which forced him to miss the – because of the 14-day rule. And I still believe that if he had been able to run the Derby, he would have won the Derby. And we'd be looking at a possible Triple Crown winner right now. The way it is, since he hasn't run, I'm going to play against him here with Tappet Trice. I think Tappet Trice's race in the Derby was compromised by his old habit of getting out late and in a 20-horse field when you give him three or four lengths to start. It's almost impossible to make that up. But a -a mile-and-a-half race, it's not going to kill him as long as he gets out okay and you know, gets the rail, basically. There's not any more speed, a little bit more speed inside him mean, with Tappet shoes, but I don't think that's going to bother him. So I think he, he can work out a trip. There's only nine horses in this race versus 20, and I think the mile and a half is going to hit him right between the eyes. Um, so I think Pletcher has a better shot with Tappet Trice here than he does with Forte. Going to use Forte. Uh, going to use Angel Vampire for Brad Cox. Um, he, he ran really well in the Derby. He got, got a 104 buyer and came from you know 16th to get a length of, within a length and a half of Mage. And I think if he improves on that, he's going to be right there. And then um, I'm going to use a couple of uh, at least one price. I'm going I'm to use National Treasure simply because he's a Preakness winner. I don't think he's going to like a mile and a half. But uh, Bob Bafford and if he gets an easy lead, he could take him a long way. But I we're going to play against National Treasure at this distance. I'm going to throw in Hit Show. Um, Hit Show was kind of lost in the shuffle of the Kentucky Derby. He ran up fifth. He beat you know 13 horses, and uh, he just kind of ran in the middle of the pack. But he only got beat by six lengths. Been off since then. Um, Brad, it, the horse is still improving. 91 to 93 to 98 buyer. If he takes another step forward, he may be uh, close to where Angel of Empire is. So I think it's between Brad Cox and Todd Pletcher um i'm gonna use two of each of them i'm gonna use national treasure just as a defensive mechanism in case he does run another great race but i i'm gonna take tappet trice on top um probably do a tappet trice and forte exacta
0: yeah i'm on tappet trice also i think his derby is better than it looks on paper i know a lot of people have uh, heard in lead up to this race and uh, talking about it if, it dismissed him. Uh, just you know, didn't run. You know how disappointing he was in the Derby. He, you're right. He he spotted him a little bit at the uh, at the start. Maybe because of that. Maybe it be, was because the field was so big. But Saez took this horse inside of horses down the back stretch. He was at the back, and he could have swept around him. Now you have to give up a lot of ground. But the thing is, this horse hates. Every, you watch him run it seems like and it seems like they know this hates being inside a horses and, and maybe it's the kickback whatever uh, but hates that and runs best when he's outside and they didn't get him outside until he'd eaten a lot of dirt going down the back stretch and so then he swung out and just kind of ran okay down the stretch I think you're going to see something similar to maybe the bluegrass performance and I thought that was a big move forward for this horse. He really took a giant step forward, got that 99 buyer. And I think that's more the horse that we're going to see in the Belmont. I think the fact that there's only eight horses in here, if he has to go around them, he can go around that many. Also, those turns at Belmont, they're not... Uh, they, they're, they're not uh, as unforgiving as the ones at Churchill and, and Pimlico for a, a horse sweeping around the outside. It's it's a flatter turn, so you can make that wide move at Belmont. So I think that plays right into this horse's running style. So I, I think there's uh, a lot to like about Tappet Trice. And um, I like the way he is trained just watching some of the videos. He just Seems to, uh, and he's go you know, by Tappet. So he just seems, he looks like a horse to me that is going to love the distance. Uh, and you look back at the Bluegrass, Blazing Sevens was a, a distant third in the Bluegrass and came back and almost won the Preakness, um, which was more probably a Grade Two than a Grade One. But nevertheless, um, that was a, a nice effort. So I like Tappet Trice a lot in here. Um, Forte would probably be my next pick. Um, don't really have a, a strong opinion after Tappet Trice. Uh Angel of Empire has steadily improved. I have a little question mark about him at a mile and a half, but we'll see. Uh National Treasure, I think you could, you know, you could consider just because he'll probably have uh the first run on on the other three horses that are at lower odds than he is when they uh, turn into the stretch. Um so uh And then beyond those, I can't really find a price that excites me too much. So I just like Tappet Trice a lot in the Belmont. Not enough to single. I'm going to use Forte also, but I think Pletcher's going to win it again with one of his two. Now, let's get to the pick four tickets, and then we'll talk about a couple of other grade ones. My pick four ticket is $72. I took six in the first leg, two, five, 10, 11, 12, and 13. Then one, five, six, seven in the Met Mile. Three four eight in the Manhattan and two six in the Belmont for seventy two dollars. How about you?
1: Uh, a little different structure, about the same money. I I spent sixty seven fifty, uh eleven, twelve and thirteen in the first leg with one two seven with three four eight in the turf race and then five deep in the Belmont and I'm like you tap it twice. If he runs his race I think he's a he's, he's got a big shot in here. So I might I might cut this down a little bit and spray a little bit in the in the first leg, but the ticket, the way I constructed, has five horses in the Belmont, two, four, six, seven, eight. So it's 11, 12, 13 with one, two, seven, with three, four, eight, with two, four, six, seven, eight for $67.50.
0: Now, there are a couple of other grade ones that precede the Jiper. So it is uh, actually an all grade one pick six. Uh, the seventh race uh, is the first leg of that pick six, and it's the Ogden Phipps mile on the 16th, which is one turn at Belmont, Phillies and Mayors four and up. I ended up going to search results in there. Uh, she ran very well in this race last year, uh, made a big improvement, second start off the layoff last year. Um, I think uh, she's going to run a big race. And I think if she's not the speed, then she could sit right off probably past the Champagne. Her best races have been at Belmont. This is just her third start since August, so I think she could be primed for a big effort and uh, get the maybe the first run on the Air and Secret Oath and, and hold them off. Uh, what do you think of the Ogden Phipps? I
1: thought Clarier had, had an advantage on search results. I, I thought that uh, she beat her heads up last time in the race by two and a quarter. Um, she's coming into the race off a, a tough race to the Apple Blossom, uh, but she beat Secret O's down the stretch and uh, turned the tables on that horse from the Azari. So she's going in the right direction. The reason I went with her instead of search results is I looked at the Lattro and I am playing totally against played hard here because she she has six lifetime wins and five of them are at Churchill. She won that race when I think search results was the best billy in the race. And, and I because search results didn't get past her, I'm going to play search results down a little bit here. I'm going to use both of them in, in a multi-leg uh, wagers, but I think Air would be my choice.
0: The other grade Ones, the Woody Stevens. It starts the all-stakes pick five. Three-year-olds, seven furlongs. Baffert's got a pretty strong hand in here with Arabian Love and Fort Bragg. What do you think about the Woody Stevens?
1: I'm going to beat him with General Jim. i got to play General Jim. I uh, won some money on him in the Pat Day mile. It was my best pick of the day at 5-1. to one. And um, I think General Jim is a big step forward, but he took a big, big step forward in, in the Pat Day and beat Fort Bragg and Gilmore. A couple of horses that come back here. Arabian line is going to be tough um, for Baffert. Uh, I, so you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm I'm wishful thinking here. Maybe Fort Fort Bragg is better than General Jim, but I don't think so. I think General Jim takes another step forward and, and edges Arabian Line down the stretch.
0: I took the two Bafferts and General Jim. Those were the, the three that I liked. If I had to make a win pick, might lean to to Fort Bragg. I think he's going to like the the cut back to seven furlongs. Really nice cards on Friday and Saturday at Belmont. Hopefully the weather's better. Uh, Reports indicate that uh, it will be, and they'll be able to get the racing in. Uh, Churchill at Ellis starts on Saturday, so you've got that to play. Uh, Just make sure you have funds in that Keeneland Select account, and good luck when you play the races up at Belmont or wherever else. For Jim Goodman, I'm Tom Leach, and this is the End the Money Podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.